Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the TR90 Body Burn 30 Support Call. This call happens Monday through Friday at this time for about 15 minutes. And by this time, it is 6.40 Pacific time, and it goes to 6.55 roughly Pacific time. Adjust it for your time zone. We are delighted that you were able to join us today. The TR90 program consists of two shakes a day, one clean, green, mostly green meal, 30 grams of protein at three meals. There's three snacks in there, uh, making sure to get seven to nine servings of fruits and vegetables. Also making sure to get 30 minutes, at least five days a week of moderate to high intensity work uh, exercise. I was going to say workout, but that it is actually exercise. And it, it doesn't have to be something that's a chore. Choose something you love to do. Mix it up periodically because that makes your muscles think, and, oh, I'm doing something different, and it will help keep you going in a good direction. Making sure to drink at least one ounce for every two pounds you weigh of water. Water helps clear out your system of the toxins that have built up, making sure that you're getting seven to eight hours of rest every night because that will help with uh, your body resetting and really doing good things to uh, reset your genes. Making sure that you are also taking those supplements. If you can take 20 minutes ahead of time, great. If you have to take them right with your meals. It will still work. It just won't be quite as quick and quite as uh, efficacious as it would be if you were able to And with that being said, for those that do not know me, my name is Susan Mann. I am a teacher out of Portland, Oregon, that has a huge interest in both health, nutrition, and exercise. Uh, I had grandparents died of heart attacks and diabetes, and I knew I didn't want to have either of those things as I got older, and so I have strenuously worked to make sure that I didn't have those things. And the information that I'm sharing with you today is out of a book that's called Superfoods Health Style, Simple Changes to Get the Most Out of Life for the Rest of Your Life. It's written by Stephen G. Pratt and Kathy Matthews, and uh, last week I finished up with Nuts, but he had an interesting little sidebar here that I thought was would be very interesting to share with you, because if most of you are like I am and you're doing a lifestyle change, you might want to consider changing other things for your family's diet as well because, well, I'll read this and we'll see what you think. Family meals. The 21st century living is all about time, and most of us have far too little of it. With work and family obligations, sometimes overwhelming, we trim our free time to the minimum, multitask and always focus on the future to bring us our reward. Is that the way to live? 
We now know that not only does constant stress play havoc with our health, we also realize that taking steps to reduce the stress and enhance family and social ties can actually make us healthier. That fast food meal grabbed on the run not only takes a nutritional toll, it takes it keep, it's keeping you and your children from the proven benefits of family meal time. Food eaten at leisure in a peaceful setting with loved ones is not a luxury. It is actually an activity crucial to your health and the health of your family. The simple fact is that families who eat together are more like, more healthy in many ways. A survey conducted by the University of Minnesota found that frequent family meals are related to better nutritional intake and decreased risk for unhealthy weight control practices and substance abuse. Another study conducted at Harvard found that families that ate together every day or almost every day generally consumed higher amounts of important nutrients such as calcium, fiber, iron, vitamins B6, B12, C, and E, and consumed less overall fat compared with families who, quote, never, or, quote, unquote, only sometimes ate meals together. So here are some tips on how to achieve satisfying family meals. Make family meals a priority. Mark them on your calendar. Arrange other activities around family meals whenever possible. That's one of those tips and tricks that uh, CJ talks about, about planning out your day and planning out your week so that you don't get caught short with your uh, meals and your exercise. It's most common to enjoy your family meal right in your own home. But sometimes a family meal can take place in a restaurant at a sporting event, or in the park. Anywhere you can be together as a family, eat healthy foods, and enjoy conversation and connecting with one another. Enjoy a wide variety of the superfoods at meals. Dishes don't have to be fancy or take hours of preparation to be healthy and tasty. Develop a repertoire of quick, wholesome meals that you can get onto the table fast so that you can spend more time enjoying your family. Oh, I like this tip. Enlist the help from your family. You don't have to do it all alone. Part of the pleasure of family meals can be the prep time that is spent together engaged in conversation. If your children are small, assign them manageable tasks such as they, so that they can be part of the process. Learning to set the table is a valuable lesson for small children, for a small child, and makes him or her feel competent. Eliminate distractions. Oh, don't answer the phone or the door while eating, if at all possible. The time your family spends together is precious and shouldn't be interrupted. I've even taken this, that one a step further. When I'm meeting with friends, I purposely turn off my phone and tuck it away. And they, some of them have even started doing the same thing once they realized what I was doing. Next one, 
Make mealtimes a pleasure for all. Avoid arguments and emotionally draining conversations. Save lectures for another time. Share news of the day, discuss current events, and plan future activities. And if you're wanting to have one of those really stressful conversations and you've got teenagers, it's real, it, if you're driving somewhere and they're sitting beside you, that's usually the best time because they'll listen, but they don't have to look directly at you. So that's another little tip or trick there. We are now moving on to the next superfood in our uh, book, which is called broccoli, which has sulfur, sulfur refine, indole, fiber, calcium, vitamin C, beta-carotene, lutein, zeaxanthin, vitamin K, which is one of the few vegetables that has vitamin K in it. Sidekicks for that lovely broccoli is Brussels sprouts, red and green cabbage, kale, turnips, cauliflower, collards, bok choy, mustard greens, Swiss chard, rutabaga, kohlrabi, broccoli flower, arugula, watercress, daikon root, wasabi, and liverwort. Try to eat one half to one cup most days. Delicious and versatile, almost ubiquitous, that's broccoli. Best of all, broccoli is one of the most nutrient-dense foods known to man. With more polyphenols than any other commonly eaten vegetable, broccoli well deserves its superfood rating, and it's one of the best studied and most nutritious foods in the world. There are several groups of compounds in broccoli and its sidekicks that show powerful abilities to prevent or alleviate disease and promote health. These include the glucosinolates, the vitamins, sulfur compounds, and carotenoids. These substances make major contributions to keeping us healthy. Broccoli promotes health by fighting cancer, boosting the immune system, lowering the incidence of cataracts, supporting cardiovascular health, building bones, fighting birth defects, promoting the production of the primary intracellular antioxidant glutathione, decreasing inflammation. There is some evidence that the best way to cook broccoli in order to preserve nutrients is to steam it lightly. Using the least amount of water possible preserves the most nutrients. Cruciferous vegetables such as broccoli and cauliflower have become known for their cancer-fighting properties and abilities in particular, which makes them the produce standout. Most cancers take years to develop, and broccoli acts as a natural chemo-preventative, mitigating the progress of cancer at many stages. It's the chemicals called glycosinates in broccoli that are the potent cancer fighters. Interestingly, these chemicals were first written about in the beginning of the 17th century. Glucosinolates are 
fairly unique to cruciferuses. To crucifers. While broccoli is cut and chewed, the glucosinolates are released and are converted into polynutrients called isothiocyanates and indolins. Isothiocyanates have been shown to inhibit or block tumors from forming. Indoles, spelled I-N-D-O-L-E-S, seem to work as chemoprotective agents against hormone-related cancers like breast and prostate cancer through their effect on estrogen. And a recent study confirms the power of these vegetables to fight cancer. A seven-year study in Australia followed 609 women who had been diagnosed with ovarian cancer, an aggressive form of cancer. It seems that by including five servings a day of vegetables, particularly of those cruciferous vegetables, in their diet, the women experienced a beneficial effect on their survival rates. The women who survived the longest after diagnosis ate the most vegetables, especially those cruciferous. And another interesting recent study found that the sulforaphane in broccoli stopped the proliferation of breast cancer cells, even in the later stages of their growth. This is excellent news and also a reminder that it's never too late to improve your health by adopting a healthy diet and trying to include a wide variety of super daily care routine and routinely in your meals. Men too can benefit from a diet rich in broccoli as well as other fiber-rich vegetables. In one recent study, it was reported that men whose diets were highest in fiber had an 18% lower risk of prostate cancer compared to men in the study who ate the least fiber. It was mainly fiber from vegetables like broccoli, cabbage, and peas that made the difference. While broccoli's effectiveness against cancer has perhaps received the most attention, let's not forget the important role that cruciferous vegetables play in other aspects of health promotion. Broccoli is rich in folate, the B vitamin that's essential to prevent birth defects. As folic acid deficiency may be the most common vitamin deficiency in the world, this is a significant benefit. Folate prevents neural tube defects for newborns, is itself a potent anti-cancer nutrient, and is also effective in helping to remove homocysteine linked to cardiovascular disease and dementia from the circulatory system. Broccoli is a good source of lutein, the carotenoid that promotes eye health and helps prevent cataracts. Broccoli and its sidekicks are also helpful in promoting healthy bones with their rich mix of calcium, vitamins C, and K. Interesting research is indicating that a compound in broccoli and broccoli sprouts may be effective against Heliocobacter pylori, the bacterium that is responsible for most peptic ulcers 
and may also be impacted, implicated in gastric cancer. An animal study found that the phytochemical found in broccoli sprouts was able to completely eradicate the H. pylori in 8 of 11 infected mice. And the last little tidbit I'm going to share with you today, the Women's Health Study found both apples and broccoli intake to be associated with reductions in the risk of both cardiovascular disease and cardiovascular events. And with that, I think stop there for today. I'm going to take all of us off of mute so that we can uh, say goodbye to each other, share thoughts, wisdom, 